It's kind of cloudy out there. It is a Friday. Ready for the weekend? I hope so. A little bit warmer today than yesterday, but oh, I tell you what, get ready next week. You better find the Long Johns. Yeah, winter's not over yet. Eric Carpenter here. This is KCVL, KCRK. Uh, Let's hear some more from Colville Mayor Jack Smith giving an update this week. Answered some questions about the rules down at the homeless camp, uh, specifically how long people can stay. So what we're dealing with here are some mainly really bad court decisions. So there's the Blake decision, if everybody knows, that's the decision that essentially legalized hard drugs in the state of Washington. That was by a Supreme Court decision. That originated in Spokane, by the way. Then there's the Ninth Circuit Court Martin v. Boise decision, which essentially allowed people to, if they were homeless or declared themselves homeless, to camp illegally in public, public property. And then there was another um, state uh, Supreme Court decision, Seattle versus Long, which didn't affect people camping in tents, now it affected vehicles. And so that essentially said, well, somebody's parked in a vehicle, they can camp on a public street. It didn't really say that, but the net of the de facto result of that was that people were in the streets. So you, and two weeks after that decision, I started noticing, now they were already there, but I started noticing the vehicles piling up down on Washington Street. So this is 18 months ago. It's all the fog of war right now back there. So we saw that happening, and you have to dive deep into the laws and these decisions to see what you can do. Because it really didn't say that. You could, after 72 hours, impound a vehicle. You would have to give it right back to the person, and you couldn't charge them any money if they were indigent. For, and all these people are indigent. But you could do that. So that was a, that's a possibility you could have done. But you had a rotating thing in the house. The city would have been on the line for the fees, and that's why no one was doing it across the state. The other way after researching was this, if you had an alternative place for people to go, you could have go there. Then, in that case, if they didn't want to go there, then you had legal means to police them up off the street or in a camping facility. Covered both those decisions, so that's what we did. So we made the space down there to get them in there. So I researched the rules, I wrote up the rules, and I kind of look at it as phase one. How do we get people out? from the, remember the railroad spot up there? If anybody had the pleasure of going up there and checking that area out, it was kind of like a de facto encampment up there. Then we had just the vehicles around the street. So phase one was gonna be, okay, let's clean up our streets. Get people into a place where at least we could concentrate and we could keep a hold and see what's going on. I had no idea how that was gonna turn out. Last October 27th, one of my finest hours as the mayor, I got my combat fatigues went down there with the police chief and some help, and we just went around to everybody, and you know, you gotta wait till they wake up at 11 o'clock, and we just insisted they move. Got it done. Got about 75% out of there the first day. Every excuse in the book why they couldn't move, but finally, as long as you're insistent, and you show them you're purposeful, they will do what you say. So we got to move, then over the course of the next week, we got the rest of them moved. You know, some of them we just had to wait for them to come back from wherever they were. So I would say phase one was a success. Now, once they're down there, I was looking, okay, now what are we going to do with this thing? One of the things is moving them out after three weeks. And I put that in there. The main thing of that was to get it in people's mind that this was not a permanent place. In practicality, we had the winter moving in, and we didn't have that many people there to start with. And I thought, okay, I'm not sure how this thing is going. Let's see how this thing works out. It's filling up. It's half full. 
right now. There's more people there than were originally. So now we're in a phase two. Okay, we're here. How do we get people out of here? Well, the hope is now you have a centralized spot where you can get all these social services that say they want to help people, get them in there. Okay, here's your chance. They're not running away. They're not changing positions, parking somewhere else in the city. You know how to get hold of them. How that's working out? I'm not sure that's working out very well. We've had a couple people move out, but we've had more, definitely had more move in. So that's phase two. We're in the middle of that right now. And so I'm exploring options on how to deal with that. We've got a volunteer who helps coordinating things down there. Some of the stuff is good. There's some people who are more intractable. You gotta work with harder. I'm looking at getting some contract help to administer the area. And also the other thing I'm looking at, I call Union Gospel Mission. Down in Spokane, you say, hey, what do you do? What, what do you do to help down there treating people, drug addiction, that type of thing? What do you do to people who come there? How do you move them out? They said, the first thing out of the guy's mouth was drug testing. So I'm currently researching that. I've got the preliminary done. Legally, we can't drug test the people down there, and that's in the rules. So the follow-on to that is, okay, now I've got to secure the funding for the drug testing. And then I can say, okay, you fail your drug test. Now I can kick you out, and now what? There's recourse, but put a lot of study into how we could get this far, and it paid off, I think. I think the streets look pretty good. I got a picture of Washington Street in my office with no cars or vehicles on it. I'm going, okay, gotta take this picture when I, and so I'll always have that picture, so we'll hope we can keep that going. So I think that answered your question. It's a big unknown. What we can do, I keep exploring the law. It's inch by inch. I know that we made progress so far, so there's no reason why we can't make progress in the future. Tough time dealing with Olympia. The restrictions on the police that the legislature put out make it very tough to deal with people beyond the court rulings that I've mentioned to you all before. So far, so good. A lot of work to go on that. Interestingly, though, we did impound one vehicle. Wouldn't leave, so we impounded him. A gentleman came to get his vehicle back. This is where the law works for you. According to Washington state law, you want to get your vehicle back, right? show proof of ownership and registration. What do you think happened? <laughs> that vehicle's still in our impound lot, and I'm not going to give it back. Now, the guy can get a release, a letter of release from the owner, the registered owner can come forward. We get back tomorrow. But we use the law. We're bound by the law, and we'll follow the law, but we'll also use the law when we can. All right, there you have it. And I say good luck on some of those things because I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, the uh, folks over in Olympia are no help at all. Uh, when it comes to how you deal with this. And uh, it has definitely, it has assisted the city in getting uh, the vehicles off the streets. We're able to do that now. Jack Smith, mayor of Colville, talking about the uh, homeless encampment down on Lewis Paris Road. The President's Day sale is going on now at Sandra's Furniture. Save big on Lazy Boy recliners, mattresses, and all living room furniture. Plus, up to 12 months, 0% special financing with your good credit. And of course, Sandra's has the largest selection of top brand furniture in Eastern Washington. It's the President's Day sale going on now at Sandra's Furniture, downtown Colville. Okay, uh, tonight it is, uh, being Friday, it is spaghetti dinner night down at the Ag Trade Center. The Equestrian Booster Club putting on the dinner and dessert and all the good stuff down there. Raise some money for the equestrian team. Now, this is not just Colville High School. They've got equestrian riders from 
most of the area high schools participating in this. So if you want to help them out, go down, have all the dinner you want. It uh, should be a good time. That's uh, tonight down at the Egg Trade Center. Of course, uh, tomorrow night is Hawaiian night at the Ag Trade Center. It's the big luau at the Kettle Falls Rotary. It's their fundraiser. Tickets are available uh, for that. And uh, that uh, ticket's available over at the uh, Apple Warehouse in uh, Kettle Falls. I think they'll have tickets available at the door, too. But uh, that uh, down at the Ag Trade Center on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, going to be a busy day, too, down at the Ag Trade Center. Uh, see how your dog does with other dogs. It is Dog Days and Jody Hoffman. I'm Jody Hoffman. We have the Dog Days, which we have yearly. This year we're going to be on a Sunday, and it's going to be February the 19th at the Ag Trade Center. It'll be from 1 to 4 o'clock. It's always free when I put on something like that. It's free. You're getting educated, and you're having your dogs socialize, and we have games and stuff. This year, we're going to have the Fast Cat event. We're having an instructor come, Colleen, and show us how to do this AKC event called Fast Cat. And what it is is where one at a time, the dogs will chase this lure down there, and the fastest dog of that size will get a ribbon. That's the fastest cat. And they're going to allow who's never participated in anything like that to try our dogs out. Also, after we get done with that, then we're going to have the AKC tricks testing. If you want to test your dog for tricks, they have certain tricks that they allow to be tested and stuff, like advanced, intermediate, and novice, you know, beginners, all the way up to showmanship. You can have your dogs tested. I'm the evaluator, and I test all the dogs. So it's a lot of fun, you know, what your dog can do at home. You know, hopefully they'll do the same thing at a testing facility. <laughs> it's at the Egg Trade Center. That's on February the 19th, which is a Sunday. It's from 1 to 4. You can either catch me on Facebook, just look up Jody Hoffman, or they can call me at 509-680-0968. Any questions, definitely let me know as far as this fast cat and the tricks all they have to do for information on that is get on the american kennel club site on the internet and look for fast cat or look for tricks and they'll find all kinds of information on there all right that's coming up on sunday well all i can say is i hope my dog didn't do doesn't do down there what she does at the house uh, got in a cupboard yesterday and tore up a water bottle Dog went back in the doghouse. <laughs> uh, dogs will be dogs. Puppies will be puppies. But uh, hopefully we'll be good-mannered on Sunday. It is dog days. Tell you what, it's a busy time. Spaghetti tonight, the big Hawaiian luau on Saturday, and dog days on Sunday, the Egg Trade Center, a busy place. A forest health message to all timber landowners. 
Insects, disease, and suppressed stands of timber have created an unhealthy forest environment that is susceptible to wildfire. Forest health is a concern to our community and to us at Vaughan Brothers Lumber. To discuss the possible options available for your timberland, call our experienced forestry team at 509-684-5071 for a free on-site consultation or look us up on the web at www.vogginbrothers.com. All right, Washington State Cougars, they hit eight straight three-pointers, started the game off, ended up an 80-62 victory. The Cougars over Oregon State last night. The Cougars now 12 and 15. They are 7 and 9 in the Pac-12 conference. Sunday, the Cougars take on the Oregon Ducks. That'll be down in Pullman, 3:30 pregame, 4 o'clock tip-off. We'll have that game Sunday afternoon on KCVL. 13th rank Gonzaga. They avenged an earlier loss to Loyola Marymount with a 108-65 route. Loyola Marymount snapped Gonzaga's 75-game home winning streak with a 68-67 victory back January 19th. Uh, but the Lions were no match this time. The Bulldogs led the entire game. In fact, Gonzaga had a 51-point advantage less than six minutes into the second half. Uh, Gonzaga, they're going to remain down in Southern California. They will face Pepperdine on Saturday. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Parker's Glass. Same great service as always. Get it fixed fast. Call Parker's Glass, 684-6034. Stop in 791 North Highway. Mostly cloudy skies today. A high of 40, 24 overnight. A little bit of sunshine on Saturday, 39 for a high, 21 overnight. Cloudy on Sunday, there is a slight chance of some snow late Sunday night, 27 the low. Snow turning to rain on President's Day, a high of 42. On Monday night, it's going to be uh, rain turning to snow Dipping down to 28 degrees, 35 the high Tuesday, down to 12 degrees. Wednesday, a high of 21. We're expecting a low with cloudy skies Wednesday night, 2 degrees. Partly sunny and 17 for a high on Thursday. Parker's Glass, they can fix that ding or crack in your windshield before it causes real damage. Call 509-684-6034. Get your appointment made. Windshield fixed. No wind on this Friday. The barometer at 30.30. It is 28 degrees. Looking forward, the weekend's right around the corner. It's 26 after 7. Eric Carpenter with you on KCVL, KCRK.